Welcome back to the Mindful Mindful Psychonaut episode four. Um, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about life and death. Um, it's a bit of a touchy subject for some. Um, some people will happily talk about those topics and actually probably most will avoid it. Um, just given the nature of the subject, most people, um, or at least all people will experience people being born, um, but also people passing away. And we all have to deal with that. And it's how, how do we deal with that nature of the world? Um, that dualistic nature of reality. Um, and I think the, the main way of dealing with it is, is trying to really find a, a meaning to life, to be able to cope with uh, those complexities and burdens that may bring, a, that, that, may, that death may bring about. Um, <clears throat> and I think almost trying to find a meaning, a meaning to life may never be um, objectively answered but I think life is what you make it it's very much a individualistic uh, whatever life is to you that is your experience that is all that life will be for you um, and you've got a lot of you've got a lot of room to play around um, given that it is your own it is your own thing to pick and choose. I think if life is a game and, and you want to play the game, then go ahead. Um, or if life is this horrible thing that has life and death in it. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways that you can interpret the world and, and yourself within it. Uh, but I think most people will find meaning through responsibility uh, and having responsibilities that they have in the world. Uh, as people grow older, they tend to acquire more responsibility, such as being a parent or uh, working a full-time job. There's, it can provide meaning to life when happiness is absent. Um, some people strive for happiness in life, but happiness isn't necessarily guaranteed. Um, and it's not all the time. You're not going to be happy all the time, even if that was something that you were striving for. Um, so how do you cope with the harshness of reality in those times where happiness is absent? And most people will rely upon those responsibilities, whether it is okay, I'm having a shit day, but I actually, I still need to get, I need, I need to carry on, I need to continue working because I've got a family to feed. Um, other people in my job are, uh, need my work. Uh, I am responsible for something being done. Um, and actually those responsibilities, um, be it small or big, um, are going to help you push through those times without happiness uh, definitely keeps you almost accountable you, you need to keep going even if 
times are tough. Um, and I think that's people who work in hospitals, for example, that's probably the the forefront of this life and death topic. Um, just given the nature of their job, I don't think it necessarily gives much happiness. I'm sure it does in, in some sense, um, but I think it probably gives a, a very big sense of responsibility um, and with that meaning to life, your, your, your responsibility and your purpose in life is to help others. Um, and, and I think you really can just live a life of helping others in, in that kind of sense of a job being at the hospital, um, but in many other senses as well. Um, and I think it's, I think a lot of people, or at least this sense of death is a touchy sub subject, I think it's the fear of death that we all have, it's, it's coming to terms with our own, with, with what we are, uh, we are these physical beings that have limitations um, and eventually we will die. Uh, that's it's a lot longer uh, on average than previously uh, in, in, in the past, but it, we are going to die eventually. And how do we cope with that? Um, and a lot of people are quite scared of death, uh, whether it's they've been diagnosed with cancer or any other life-threatening uh, diseases or even if or even freak accidents and, and people just drop dead randomly there's no no real upcoming reason for them for that to have happened or an accident happens and someone dies in a car crash it's, it's it is tragic but it is just reality at the end at the end of the day um, lots of people die lots of people are born um, Interestingly, uh, so studies uh, using psilocybin in cancer patients have, with, with a high dose, have re significantly reduced levels of depression um, before death. Um, and that is <coughs> found, yeah, so they found reductions to depression and anxiety, which remained low after six months after that experience. Um, and there's also evidence for kind of those reductions sustaining across a five-year period, um, which is kind of, it, it's very impressive. And I think it, it tells, or at least it, it, it shows a lot about the psychedelic experience um, and how profound it is that it can actually teach you to be less fearful um, teach you to be more open to experience and actually um, you can you can approach death as as that kind of experience uh, we don't really know what happens after death um, I think until you die that'll be when you know um, but yeah we, we can only speculate um, about what happens so I think some people will say there's nothing or that there's there's so many different things that there can that that, that there could be um, because obviously we don't know um, it is 
some people may be set in their way a, a certain way of thinking just because it helps them deal with life and death if they if they're constantly speculating about what could be it's a lot to think about if you can just set yourself down on a there's nothing after life or um, I'm going to go to heaven or hell after life like there's a lot of or I'm going to get reincarnated there's so many different possibilities um, and I think we tend to just kind of sign up to one um, or many just and, and either have that fixed view or are actually quite open to I don't really know what's going to happen um, um, so these psychedelic experiences um, in those cancer patients definitely have a way of almost shaking up the certainties that we have um, maybe surrounding life and death which is why uh, those kind of depression and anxiety were lo were lowered after this uh, psychedelic trip <clears throat> um, and it's definitely a very humbling experience as it opens you up to the potential for different kinds of experience um, and the complex nature of consciousness and I think when you do know that you're going to die um, you don't know specifically when but you know it's going to be happening soon at the end when you're approaching the end of your life um, it's or even when when it is distant or potentially distant thinking about it now uh, when I'm most likely not hopefully not going to die um, anytime soon it's uh, it's still something to think about and it is still something very profound to, to understand and, and to um, consider that my parents will die um, probably before I die and that's going to be very tough and my friends will will die or I'll die and, and I'll never see anyone again and um, my, my brothers might die or will die eventually and it's not a very nice thing to think about when you think about like your loved ones and actually losing something like that or you passing away and never being able to almost see them again um, but it's something that we have to come to terms with and I think uh, bringing it back to something I said last podcast episode is almost those those things that you fear um, if you can approach those things that you fear um, actually the obstacle um, of that fearful object uh, reduces um, and you kind of grow stronger out of it so being able to approach and ask these questions and have discussions about life and death um, I think can definitely help you deal with those things um, more often <clears throat> because it is as I said like it is the unfortunate reality of um, this life that we live <clears throat> um, and yeah so this this psychedelic experience being very humbling um, opening you up to a, an experience bracket 
if, if you if you thought that there was only this high and this low in the world actually now you have a much wider range of potential experience what is the potential for the human experience and actually having a psychedelic experience really shakes that up a bit and makes you reassess and just think wow if if this has been here all this time this potential experience that i could have um what else is there uh, i think we're very close-minded and limited in in what we think is possible um until we are shown otherwise so it's it's until you are shown otherwise it is quite hard to almost believe that something like that might occur um but yeah when you do have that experience when you are shown wow this is uh this is something else uh, it's you're definitely gonna maybe start questioning things that may have been certainties um similar to the ski slope ski slope analogy um in which regular patterns of thinking are likely to have developed while young um, and have been used time and time again but as you go as you go older um, but this almost this normal pattern of thinking no longer has to be the normative pattern of thinking um, given that your uh, that those brackets of experience have been expanded and things have been shaken up a bit um, thoughts and actions can occur outside of that normal pattern process um, and I think with mindfulness practice as well it only serves to aid uh, in this process with mindfulness you can start to be not only I think in a psychedelic state you are very mindful anyway just because the experience is so different things are so changed um, and you are aware of those changes and that is very much uh, at the front of your mind but with mindfulness you can almost start to bring back those that that mindfulness during the psychedelic experience but you can start applying it during your day-to-day -day life um, and you could be mindful of uh, how you are in the present moment um, and how you fall into these normal patterns of behavior um, how how does that happen do you notice it what happens when you notice it is it do you shrug it off and continue down that normal pattern of behavior which may not be the best um, do you do something new um, I think having being mindful and having the ability to actually realize what your normal way of functioning is maybe um, when you maybe when you approach someone you're on a walk and you see someone else your normal approach might be okay look down um, pretend I'm on my phone or just try to avoid making eye contact uh, because you get nervous that could be something that you do um, and it's something that some people do um, and I think you, if you're mindful of that's the thing that you automatically want to do you've then got the ability to go well I could continue doing this um, and it might not be that bad uh, there's not really any significant 
impact from that potentially. Um, but on the other hand, you could look up, you could uh, try and make eye contact with someone else, you could try and you know, start smiling. I think if someone, if you, if you make eye contact with someone else and you are um, not smiling um, or not even saying hi, it is a bit, it's going to be a bit awkward. It is not really going to be the best interaction. Um, but you have that ability to be aware of what your normal functioning is um, and step outside of that and do something new. Um, be aware of the opportunity for change. <clears throat> um, so yeah, the, the mindfulness practice will um, definite, definitely coincide with the psychedelic experience. And I think more practice at mindfulness, more practice at being aware of what your current experience is, um, that applied within a psychedelic experience, but also within just the integration um, of that experience and the aftermath um, can really uh, help your help help you change um, for the better if, if needs be um, and and with in terms of life and death it can make you more mindful of these of this framework that you have put or that you've given yourself for this is what happens when you die um, and you can very much start rethinking things if you realize that's what you've almost taught yourself um, as you were younger and I, I definitely it's much easier to to come to terms with when you're younger and someone passes away okay they go to heaven um, your your granddad passed away and it's okay he's gone to heaven he's in a better place now and actually as a child you go you know that's I'm not sure if that's true but I'd like that to be true uh, that seems like a nice thing and you, you hold on to it you hold it dear um, and that that could be the case that could be what happens um, and if it does then that's that's amazing but also um, actually it could be it could be nothing you could die and, and and everything will just be gone you know there's no experience um, there's there's no way to determine what happens uh, but the mindfulness allows you to be mindful of you of how you feel about death and and actually allows you to approach it with a slightly more open mind um, and to be more aware of the feelings um, and thoughts that might arise when you think about things like that. <clears throat> um, and it, it definitely uh, comes together with the psychedelic experience. You, you have a greater consideration for how complex the internal self is. Um, and it very much makes people rethink previous truths that they may hold and that they may have held. Um, and I think it makes people more curious if you are opened up to something of that nature of experience, um, very profound, that top five uh, most profound experiences of, of their, their lives. Um, 
it very much will make you more curious to maybe other experiences. If this is what I can experience with this, what are the limits? There's so many, if you've never done them and you've never experienced certain things, what is the limit? This is this psychedelics is something that not many people may have done. Um, but to have done it and experience something like that, it's, it, it opens you up to what are the, what are the potentials for experience? Um, and definitely makes you less, I think you can definitely take things, play around with ideas more. Um, I think previously you may have, I may have thrown away, um, ideas that seem silly or, um, unrealistic, but actually now, <laughs> what do I know? Um, I've only experienced what I've experienced and to say that something else isn't real just because I haven't experienced it, it's quite naive. Um, so definitely makes you more curious and open to new experiences. Um, and less afraid, less afraid. Uh, it's, it makes you approach those, those scary things. Um, it makes you consider, okay, if you're having that psychedelic experience and you have to consider that you're dying soon, that's quite profound. Um, and I think during the experience, you'll very much come to terms with the, the reality of your body and, and the limitations that it has and actually that you will pass um, and you're not sure what's going to happen. But um, it, it's something that you, the psychedelic experience as well as mindfulness can really help um, provide maybe greater empathy um, or thought for others um, who may also be experiencing grief. I think <clears throat> it's it's such a complex process um, and with those kinds of experiences, you realize how limited your view of consciousness was, um, even in a mindful state, if you are truly being mindful, it, it is simply just this cloud of um, experience, it is simply things arising. You, you don't make the thoughts that you have, they just they just happen, they just appear. Um, you don't generate the, 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 the colors that you see, they are just appearing. Um, <clears throat> now, yeah, maybe on a physiological sense, these things are happening unconsciously, but they are simply just appearing for you. Um, <clears throat> and when, when you realize that and when you are experiencing just this, these experiences in, in a way that you may not have experienced it before, you might be distracted by the illusion of self. You might have been uh, distracted by, I am this person and I am, <clears throat> I am around other people. Um, whereas actually it's just all these things that you are experiencing and you are almost interpreting them on top of the experience, the, 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 the feeling and the perception of being a person, being, I am Joel, I am this person, that is also an experience. 
um, that is arising. So, to it's it's very complex <laughs> and very it's very difficult to to deal with sometimes. You, you just to to strip it all back and realize where you are in the world and what you are. Um, it is very humbling. Um, and it is about learning to accept your own mortality. We do have physical limitations. Um, and it's how, how do we deal with those limitations um, to go about our lives, whatever we, we make of it. Um, but just being, being able to, to know that actually, if you make this mistake, you may pass away and that's your life over. It's quite quite profound um, and we just go in day in day out thinking things are fine drive your car we don't really think about death but you could get in a car crash and and there you go game over um, so it's definitely very far closer than I think we all like to think um, or at least the potential for death <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think, think being mindful really can help you understand your current experience of what you are now, where you are, um, and can really almost help you process the thoughts that might arise about life and death. Um, and it, it goes, goes on to talk about life after death, what happens. Um, I don't think we know, uh, I don't think we'll ever know, but it's fun to speculate. Um, and yeah, I think first of all, you need to, you need to consider the nature of experience. Um, from the day that you were born, you wake up and you go to sleep day in, day out until you die which is kind of a strange revelation when you realize, okay, I'm, I'm 21 years old and I have 20 years behind me, but I can track that back every single day behind uh, every day that has happened prior to this until the day I was born. There wasn't ever a time where I, I, I had a break or anything. It was just, my life has been living each day, day in, day out until now. Um, that's a lot of days and hopefully I'll get to live until I'm much older, um, maybe three, four, four times as long as I have currently lived. And for that to be day in, day out, it's, it's a very profound thing to think about. Um, I like to think of, being born is is like waking up after and have never gone, have never. Being born is like waking up after never having gone to sleep, and dying is like going to sleep and never waking up. Um, or at least it's a simple way to think about it. Whether that is what it's like, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Um, but. Some people maybe believe in an afterlife. 
Um, and some people may believe that there's nothing. But uh, I think that's all that we're able to do. It just it is just speculation. Uh, we can't ever truly know what happens. Um, I like an idea from a YouTube video called The Egg. Um, essentially, when you die, you are reincarnated. Um, but this reincarnation can be anything um, at any time in any place. Now, I think in the video they specify it to humans um, on the planet, but I think to to have an experience and as soon as your kind of life experience here is passed away, you could then be a frog 400 years ago or, or something like that. <laughs> it's, um, it's a strange thing to think about, uh, but who's to say it's not true? You know, who's to prove me otherwise? Um, and actually, in terms of the psychedelic experience and this feeling of oneness with the rest of the world, if you, it very much relates to that in the sense that if you are reincarnated as these different things, different people, or at least you as a as an experiencer are being reincarnated into everything for this infinite um, cycle, life and death, life and death, life and death, and you are just being different people across different times, future, past, present, um, actually then you, 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 you realize actually if that was the case, you are simply interacting with yourself, just a different life that you lived um, and, and almost makes you, you can very much play around with the idea that we are this collective unconscious, we are this collective consciousness and actually we are all linked together. Maybe you don't remember um, maybe that's the nature of it. You don't remember your previous lives um, when you are born into the new one, but that, that's what you do, you know, um, and, and it definitely makes you have a kind of a greater consideration for others. Um, I think it emphasizes that sense of unity with others in the world, um, taking kind of quite I guess I think about kind of the traditional Christian values, just loving your neighbor as yourself, loving other people um, as as you would love yourself. Um, it, I think in the video there was someone almost holding, uh, giving some money to the homeless or uh, holding an umbrella over someone in the rain. Like it's those acts of kindness that you do for other people, which actually, if you think about it in this united sense, you could just be making another life of yours better. Um, and it's, I guess in some way that if you were to think about that only, it'd be quite selfish, but it's a nice feeling um, or idea to play around with because it is very unified um, and it definitely makes you feel very connected with other people. And the actions that you take. Uh, 
Um, and yeah, there's, there is a consideration for almost universal consciousness. What is, what is consciousness when, when you have those experiences, which expand your, con not expand your consciousness, but the experience of being conscious is far different to what you've ever experienced before. Um, how do we know that just the experience of being conscious is different in when, when you're not in this physically alive state when you die before you're born are you conscious are you conscious of certain things is conscious just like is there an experience of being dead is there a general feeling that you that you experience um or does everything do you get reincarnated do you experience what it's like to be um i don't know yeah but the, to be like kind of it buried in the ground as this thing which there's yeah i i don't know it's a big big question where does consciousness come from is it the structure of the brain or is actually does because this obviously the structure of the brain and and everything that makes us who we are is almost gives rise to the consciousness that we have but what's to say that there isn't a another version of consciousness or and constantly altering consciousness based on the condition that you're currently in um if you are eating psychedelic mushrooms that's something that you are putting into your body which is changing the physical state of your body um, and and everything that's made up of you and your experience of consciousness is very different same as when you pass like if you die your physical state is changing drastically and actually with that it almost has the appearance of people dying and therefore not having any more consciousness and it's just a i guess it's an idea to play around with like can you be conscious outside of being a human i guess um or a living being like are trees conscious they what are, what are they conscious of because they're living uh, they're growing in the ground um but it's a very odd and strange idea to think about but it is a fun one <laughs> uh, but overall i do think a lot of the the certainties that we may have about life and death are put in put into place to deal with the chaotic nature of one day losing the ones you love or one day the love your loved ones losing you um, and I think that both mindfulness and psychedelics understanding your personal psychology and how the, the way that you function um, can definitely play key roles in reevaluating your beliefs about life and death but also in helping you to manage the burden um, that may come about when someone dies. I definitely found that um, this year, well, not this year, last year, when my nan passed away, it was very much, you know, people have died in my life before. Um, I think every time someone dies, it is different. It's different each time. It's a different person. Um, so it will be different each time. But also, you are a different person. It's not that 
everyone is dying on the same day and you're grieving for each of them individually um, actually your eight-year-old self when someone dies is very different to your 16 year old self and your 20 year old self you know there's a there's a big difference um and being mindful of how you feel in that present moment um and how others may feel someone who has had this relationship with another person um whether it be me to my nan and actually I've, I've known her for 21 years um, or whether it be my dad to my nan and actually that's his mum and that's a 50 year um, relationship like that's double the length more than double the length that I've had and, and it's a very different relationship and it's to be mindful of how you feel your present situation and then to be to, to start thinking about others and, and what situation they be may be in what is their current experience like in comparison to yours uh, obviously you'll never truly know uh, but you can get some idea or you can at least consider it um, it definitely helps you deal with death um, in a far uh, greater way than far far easier way I, I think um, maybe not easier but necessary I think it might be quite difficult to, to think about those things it's definitely not the nicest thing to think about but um, it can definitely allow you to process things a little bit easier I'd say um, and being able to think about those things maybe you might be able to um, help those ones who are burdened um, be able to comfort them and um, yeah just being able to deal with the experience and move on from that in a, in, in a good position um, what can you learn from that experience of life and death um, and that's about it for today a uh, bit of a yeah bit, bit, bit of, of a strange episode I guess um, life and death is a weird topic to talk about um, but I think that's just a cultural thing I know a lot of you know, cultures will it's heavily integrated um, and I guess it is integrated we, we have funerals uh, it's not just something that death isn't a meaningless event um, but it's how do you deal with the meaning of death that is that can vary from culture to culture um, and person to person but apart from that uh, hopefully you enjoyed the episode um, if you are enjoying these episodes and you think someone else might benefit from listening to them then do feel free to share it across obviously this is on spotify and youtube so either of those will be pretty good um and apart from that hopefully you will come back again and listen to more episodes of this podcast <laughs>